a listener production. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy, 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 merry, merry, happy New Year! Happy, can we make, no, that doesn't work with New Year. Does it? No. no. Oh, Happy New Year, everyone! Here we are on New Year's Day. I'm sure you're hungover or if you're like me, you probably went to bed at 9.30, so you're feeling fine. <laughs> But we're going to do a little wrap, wrap, wrap up, wrap, wrap, wrap up mm-hmm. of 2021. And our amazing new producer, Lindsay, put together a list of all of the breaking news we did during 2021. Mm-hmm. And when she sent it to me, she was like, oh, shivers, should I have also just put in general news from the year? Because everybody else is doing wrap ups at the moment and it's got lots of things. And I was like, no, no. We are not to be trusted with telling people what the general news was from the year. Mm. We are to be trusted with telling them what I thought was important news that I then told you because you don't know any different. Mm-hmm. So today's episode is just a little breakdown of what all our breaking news was for 2021. What a treat. What a treat. Oh, it's going to be quite a journey re-experiencing oh, yeah. a terrible sequel to 2020. Because last year when we did the uh, 2020 breakdown, mm. you got faced with your shame of having thought that COVID wasn't that serious at the start of <laughs> the right. year <laughs> and that you thought it was some kind of conspiracy yeah. to take our attention away from other nefarious activities by the government. Mm. Do you think there's another embarrassing thing like that you may have said? I think the fact that you're bringing it up (laughs) ensures that the answer is yes. Well, we got to do the song, no? Which one? The breaking news song, Jacob. Oh, that one. Where are you at? (laughs) Guys, we're doing this on the 20th of December (laughs) before we go on break. This is literally our last thing that we're recording for the year. So forgive us. Also, we just finished recording the Chippendales episode. And And like we've acknowledged before that after we've recorded an episode, it's like We've run a marathon. Yeah, and we're just like, lol, bye, the end, mm. and now we have to record a Back whole other up. thing. Yeah. So right. it's going to be loose. I'm in the game. I'm in the game. Do you want to do the song together? Yeah. Okay, ready? Go do the deep breath and then go into it. Okay. Okay, ready? Breaking news, breaking news. I got the scoop. I see X-ray, X-ray, read all about it. Breaking news. It's coming down the wire. Breakdown of 2021. Get it here. X-ray, X-ray, etc. Okay, here we go. I'm just going to go off Lindsay's amazing list, mm-hmm. which is so detailed and incredible. And so our first episode back in 2021 mm-hmm. was January 29. Mm-hmm. And the most important piece of news I felt like we needed to kick off the year was the fact that mm-hmm. I found my Apple Watch. <laughs> <laughs> So I really kicked things off with some journalistic integrity. (laughs) My Apple Watch was found. The next thing on the list was that the US inauguration happened Uh 
And we were loving watching videos of the insurrectionists from January 6th mm-hmm. being dragged off planes and getting arrested in their homes and stuff. Oh, that was delicious. I need to go back and revisit yeah. those, the mantrams. Oh, There were a lot of mantrams. Mwah, mwah. Oh, I'm going to treat myself this afternoon to you a couple really of them. You really must. So on January 29, they were already getting arrested, which yes. was awesome. Um, next thing on the list is that we found out the block winners were scammed by that weird female scammer who oh, pretended yeah. she could buy their house, but yeah, really yeah. she couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that kind of ended up wrapping up. Um, I think they eventually found a buyer, but before they did, Channel 9 just gave them the money. Mm. And she moved to, like, some island and put in really crappy hair extensions and still maintains that she wants to buy the house. They just won't give it to her. So she's a nutter female right. scammer, which mm. I love. Um, oh, next on the list, January 29 was the first time we mentioned that a woman by the name of Melissa Caddick had gone missing. Yes. So that kind of kicked off the year. Gosh, that feels like so long ago. I know. So there's so much more has happened in the Melissa Caddick story since then, including an underbelly is currently being made about her, mm. but she's a... Uh, a Sydney-based investment banker who had basically defrauded a lot of people of their money and the day she realised she was caught, she went missing. Mm. And so this was the first we'd heard of it. Um, Oh, and this kicks off what very much became a year about Britney. On January 29th, we talked about how someone who used to work on Britney's social media team said that her family posts everything for her and Mm. she has no control over what goes up on her Instagram. Mm -hmm. And we were like, hmm, that sounds weird. I wonder what's going to happen. Yes. Little did we know. Little did we know. Um, I also had here that Gwyneth Paltrow started releasing candles that smelled like her vagina. And that they exploded. And that they exploded, yes. And, oh, we had just started watching It's a Sin. Mm. Oh, God, that was one of the best things of 2021. It really was. If you didn't watch it, you should go back and watch it. Even if you have seen it, it's probably worth a revisit. Very cathartic. It was amazing. It was really amazing. Um, February 16 was the episode you did on John McAfee. Ah, and I mentioned that I had just returned the keys to my Sydney apartment because I had permanently moved to Adelaide with Caleb. Mm. We also mentioned, because a lot of people had been asking us, that yes, Caleb is the Caleb Bond who was the six-year-old on Rove Live ah. that you can Google and watch on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, this was also the episode where I blew your mind and told you that Aaronsborough is an anagram of neighbours. That's right. Yes. Oh. I'm learning that all over again. I, like I completely putting, deleted that from my I know, brain. I like putting in little tidbits huh. like that in breaking mm. news, and I'm glad you remember. Thank you. So time well spent on yeah. my part searching um, for those. <laughs> again, things that feel kind of like they were yesterday, but also 20, like they were 20 years ago, you moving out of that house. I know. That was momentous. I know. 2021 was truly 10 years long. Yeah. I oh, know. And the amount of stuff you had in there, that took a village it really to did. To get all of that out of there and sell it, it off. It was a and decade worth storage. of stuff. Oh, yes. It was a big job. And Little you, did uh, I know that just a few months later I'd have to move again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Reading this breaking news, it's like I want to go back and go, warning, more's coming. Yeah. Don't unpack. <laughs> it's so weird. Um, this is also the episode where we talked about the fact that Framing Britney Spears came out. 
the documentary. Right. And this was when everyone was like, hold on, mm. wake up, something dodgy's going on with mm. Britney Spears. Before that came out, I don't think, and like, people on the inside were really interested in it, like us, mm. but that was what took it into the mainstream. What the F is going on with Britney Spears? How is this allowed to happen? Yeah, that really was a pivotal moment. Yeah, it really kicked it off. Um, <laughs> also, that week was, do you remember when um, Kim Kardashian posted a painting by Northwest that Northwest definitely didn't paint? Oh, it was yeah. like a perfect, beautiful landscape by a professional artist <laughs> mm. and everyone was like, Kim, mm. North didn't paint that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Did she ever admit? Uh, no. She, she doubled down. She said she got her art lessons uh-huh. and that's how she painted it. And also she's Kanye's daughter, so of course she's a genius. Of course she can do the Adele interview. Um, also that week, Rosie got Botox. Oh, <laughs> My your first, first time. baby's first bow. Baby's first bow oh. was at the start of last year. Oh, gosh. Um, next episode was February 19, our free Britney episode. Mm. And in breaking news that week, we talked about the fact that Anna Delvey was released from prison. Yeah. February of last year. Mm. And now there's two shows coming out about her, but the one where all the... Um, trailers are about is the one with uh, Julie Garner playing her, which looks so good. And if you're listening to this on New Year's Day, it comes it's out. been released today. Yeah. Yes. Today. Watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Pete Evans released a statement saying he was going into politics. Oh, yeah. That, that was short-lived. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard from him since. I wonder what stood in his way. <laughs> also, that week... Meghan and Harry announced that they were having another baby and doing an interview with Oprah. And we were all like, (gasps) and this was before, were you silent or silenced (laughs) came into the vernacular. (laughs) Iconic. Iconic. Uh, February 26th was Agafia Lykova, the little old Russian lady. Yeah. Such a menace. Such a, but such a good episode Um, that week. Forbes, after the Framing Britney Spears documentary, wrote an article being like, what's happened to Britney Spears' finances? Like, why is she only worth $60 million when her peers in the industry, Rihanna, uh, Christina Aguilera, Jessica Simpson, Beyonce, Mm. people who technically she should have a lot more money than are worth hundreds of millions of dollars Mm -hmm. and she's worth like $61 million. And so that was the week that Forbes was like, her dad has said that he's managing her finances because she's bad at it and he can do it better, but mm. he's clearly effed up. Where's all the money? Or was he hiding? He was hiding it, for sure. For yeah. sure. We're still waiting to find out where. Mm. And that's the one thing I'm looking forward to the most in 2022. Jamie Spears finally Avenge Britney. facing justice. Yeah. Hashtag yeah. Avenge Britney. Absolutely. Um, that was also the week that we talked about the movie I Care A Lot, mm. which is a movie about conservatorships. people getting put under dodgy conservatorships, which kind of came out at just the right time for all this Britney discourse. It helped a lot of people yeah. understand what's going on it really and helped. how the system can be abused. If you still feel like you don't quite get what conservatorships are and how they affect people, listen to our Free Britney episode, but then also watch the movie I Care A Lot because it mm. really shows like how that stuff can F people over. Mm-hmm. Um, this week is also the week that Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, guess they disagreed about that Northwest painting, announced their divorce. Mm. That was Feb 26 wow. of last year. Oh. It was crazy. Um, 
Harry and Meghan dissed the Queen in a statement saying service is universal because the Queen had released a statement saying that it's really important to be part of the royal family and to be a selfless person of service to your community. And then they released a statement going, F you, Liz, service is universal. It was a big scandal at the time. It's ringing a vague bell. Mm. Yeah. What was the point they were trying to make? That they could still serve even though they weren't part of the senior royal family. Basically, yeah. Right, okay. That was it. Okay. Um, oh, so March 5 was the episode we did on Wallace Simpson, mm-hmm. and there were two massive news stories in breaking news that week. The first one was that Melissa Caddick's foot washed up on the beach. <gasps> <laughs> you told me about that. <laughs> you lost me. Unbelievable. It washed up on a beach. Yes. And then there was also like some weird torso, like a bit of stomach and a belly button Mm. that they thought was also hers. So it was a very weird time. It was such a huge story at the time. Like this woman went missing and then there was her foot. And then didn't the stomach turn out to not be hers? Yes. They did DNA testing, but the foot was definitely hers. The foot was hers. And we were a bit tentative at first about saying or not saying, we think that she's just had it amputated, chucked it in the ocean to throw people off the scent. I mean, I st- that still could be true. I still, that's what my gut's telling me. She's rich enough. Um, and then also this week was the story that Lady Gaga's dogs were kidnapped. Oh, yeah. Remember? And she yeah. was in Rome at the time filming House of Gucci, which comes out today. Yeah. So you should all be watching that right now because apparently it's so awful it's terrible. Mm. I mean, so awful it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Awful, it's terrible. That was a Freudian slip. So (laughs) awful, it's terrible. So awful, it's good. Um, She was in Rome at the time filming that and her dog sitter was walking her dogs and they got kidnapped and he got shot. Mm. And at the time, we were both kind of like, it seems kind of dodgy. I don't know what's going on. But something was dodgy about it. Um, So those were the two big ones Mm -hmm. that week. Um. March 12 was the episode Jacob did on the Marvel movie so bad that they decided they couldn't release it. And in breaking news that week, we talked about Meghan and Harry's Oprah Mm. interview, which was like big news at the time. Silence or silenced. Um, Which I have to say, since all of that stuff with them, they haven't landed quite where they wanted to. Mm. They're not really, they don't, seem to have any kind of power or prestige in the US. Mm. They've signed a bunch of deals where they signed a bunch of money. They, like, got a bunch of money, but they haven't really released any content. I mean, it was this time last year that they signed, like, a $80 million Spotify deal. They released one episode and there's been nothing since. Really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was going to ask, did they ever get the podcast up and running? But There's one still- episode and then um, they signed, like, a massive Netflix deal, which apparently they're tentatively making some kind of documentary about mental health that Harry's doing, but they I, haven't really done anything else. I think they've done that. I think it's out. No, 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 mm. not for net, not for their Netflix deal. Uh. No. They haven't released anything under their Netflix deal yet. Mm. Um, there's meant to be some kind of documentary about vi- the Vindicta... Vin- Vic- What's the game? Invictus Games that he does. It's uh-huh. like the Olympics for um, uh, injured veterans of war. Mm. Um, but they just haven't really done much. And love and admiration for Catherine in particular has gone sky high and people are just like, what are you guys doing? Right. 
why is her love grown? Oh, do people just Catherine? like her. Right. People just like her. And the tabloids are all always on her side because she's going to be the queen one day. I guess that's true, yeah. But I guess also, like, everybody thought when Harry and Meghan left the royal family and they did this Oprah interview that that was going to be, like, their grand entry mm. into society. They were going to become these major power players and they haven't done anything. And so mm. people have just been like, well, what do you... We were here, we were batting for you. What's mm. going on? Bring to it. To be fair, they had a baby this year, like... To go to ground and just look after the newborn for a while is understandable. Yeah, but having a baby doesn't make you incapable of living life. True, but you don't want to take on major, major projects. But they did and they took the money. Yeah. So I bet Spotify's pissed. Mm. I bet Netflix is pissed. I mean, Megan wrote that children's book called The Bench, which they later found out had been ripped off from someone else. Did it? Yeah, there's another book called like The, The Seat or something that is basically the same book. Oh, scandalous. I just think they haven't landed where they expected they would, mm. which is interesting. And it's interesting going back over how the news was breaking over 2021 and it was like there was so much goodwill for them mm. and it's kind of waning because what are they doing? Mm. Anyway. And I was so hoping it was going to mean the beginning of the end for the monarchy. <laughs> no. If anything, I think it's, it's enforced people's views about the monarchy. If they love it, they love it. Mm. If they hate it, they hate it. Um, March 26th was the episode of the live Adelaide show. Mm. And breaking news that week was that Agafia Lykova had been moved into her new identical house. Mm. Remember, they had to build her mm-hmm. her own little house, mm-hmm. nothing different, and then basically pick her up and place her in that house because otherwise she'd refuse to go and they put heating in it without telling her mm. just to give her creature comforts. Mm-hmm. Bless her heart. She did. She's a national hero. No, she's, she's still, still going. Alive. Yeah. So you probably missed this while you were in the spa. Yeah. This was something that I put into my own little sort of breaking news yeah. um, supplement uh, when we did an updates extravaganza that um, Agafia's old house, which was sort of a protected national treasure, yeah. burnt down. And oh, it happened just as um, all the people who were there over the summer to look after her were departing. Yeah. And they weren't entirely sure if it was a candle or if a stove just overheated or something. And they played it off as an accident. And I was like, she now she had her new house. She was just waiting for everyone to piss off and leave her alone for the winter. And the first thing she wanted to do was set fire to that place that she'd been forced to live Suffered in her in entire a life. a long time. Yes. Yeah, it was probably her, wasn't it? Either that or as soon as they were leaving, she was like, mm, what could I do to bring them back? Because she loves a bit of attention. <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, they uh, saw the smoke spiraling yeah. while they were on the boat leaving and they turned around and came straight back <laughs> and put the fire out. So it was only the roof that was completely destroyed. Of the old house, of the wall Of the old house. The new house. house was completely protected, totally well, she's fine. she's fine then, please. Oh, yeah. Um, ooh, this was also the week that we found out Elizabeth Holmes was pregnant. Mm. Mm. Which yes. felt like a very well-timed baby mm-hmm. because it was right before her trial was about to start. Um, and... I also told everybody in breaking news that week that I had no update about the man who had the penis on his arm, and I checked today. There is still no further update. We can only hope Mm. that the penis was taken from the arm and put 
in the penis area. But I don't know why he did so much. Well, I know. I do know why. He went to the media because he was desperate to get the surgery Mm. done. Yeah. So he thought, if I go to the media, I'll get the surgery done. And since then, I've been like, why aren't you telling us? Because it's none of our business. Although I do really want to know. So do I. But it's none of our business. He doesn't have to tell us. But I'm sure it would have happened by now, no? He's coming up on six years. Of having having a dick on his arm. his arm, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Enough is enough. He should, it, surely there were gaps. He's in the UK and there were long gaps this year where hospitals weren't overrun with COVID mm. and elective surgeries were back on. Mm. He must have got it done. Yeah. Anyone knows I him? Hope so. Yeah, if you know tell him. Tell us. We just want to wish him well. Yes. We just want to say, well done to you, sir. What a feat you survived. Our hearts are in the right place. Exactly. Um, April 2nd was the Forest Fen episode. Uh-huh. And in breaking news that week, it was announced that ASIC had dropped charges against Melissa Caddick because they believed she was dead. Mm-hmm. Just off the foot. How convenient. So, mm. working out for her if that's how she planned it. Um, it was also the week that Prince William was named the world's sexiest bald man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And Stanley Tucci was like, sorry, what? <laughs> I don't think so. No, thank you. That didn't land well. Um, it was also the week that Donald Trump really sadly gate-crashed a wedding at Mar-a-Lago and just mm. did like a 40-minute speech treating it like a presidential rally. Yeah. And the poor bride and groom were like, it's our wedding, man. So he was really just a desperate old man wandering around his estate yes. looking for an audience and a microphone <laughs> at that stage. <laughs> Unemployment didn't suit him well. Uh, um, April 9 was the Melbourne live show and that was the week we found out that the Cash Me Outside, how about that? girl, Mm. had started an OnlyFans and made $1 million in six hours. Wild. And she's since made millions and millions and millions more and is Mm. doing really effing well. So Mm. I say, and she's been really smart. She's talked about having a business manager. She talked about moving to Florida because they have better tax laws. Like, she is really managing her money way better than I ever have. Mm -hmm. All power to her, man. Why not? (laughs) Um... April 16 was our episode on Charles Manson, and that week we found out that Melissa Caddick's foot had been cremated in a memorial service. I don't remember that. Don't remember that. Oh, my brain deleted that one. Mm. Oh, of course. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it was cremated. <laughs> it was the only piece. Jacob, well, someone no, died, no. allegedly. Allegedly. Mm. Her foot was cremated in a memorial service, and... um. Yeah, it was very sad. Rest in pieces. Rest in pieces. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, I'm going to no. hell. Um, that was also the week that the um, Luna uh, Park Ghost Train Fire mm. documentary came out on ABC mm. and just totally blew my episode about it out of the water because there'd been no research done on that case in years and I happened to just be like, oh, here's this thing I remember. I'll do an episode on it. Mm. And then like two months later, a groundbreaking documentary that just broke like 
lots of new news about it came out mm. and it was like everything in our episode was wrong. It was very poorly timed mm. because at the time I did that episode, everything I said had been correct. Mm. But then this amazing episode, uh, sh- uh, documentary came out um, on the ABC, which you can still watch on ABC iView. Mm. It was so good. Yeah, yeah. And didn't that lead to them reinvest- reopening the yeah, investigation? Yeah, so the amazing journalist who did the documentary called Caro Meldrum Hannah um, has just stayed on top of the case. And there's been talk of them reopening the investigation because of the new evidence she presented in the documentary. But nothing, as far as I know, has like concrete happened yet. It'll take time. Yeah. yeah. Stuff in the government always takes forever, mm. I guess. Um, oh, <laughs> This is low down on the list. Uh, Prince Philip died that oh, yeah, week. Yeah. Queen's uh, hubby, mm. you know, carked it. So uh, He had a good innings. He was like, what, 100? 99. He was 99, that I think. He looked 9,000. He looked 9,000. He was ready. Yeah. Mm. Um. Oh, and in just as important news, that was the week that someone fell over while they were drinking from a metal straw and yeah. the metal straw poked through their nose and up through their eye and they died. Mm. So, you know, just... I brought that to the table because it made me very relieved that you can't walk, <laughs> walk and, and drink, drink at, at the, the same, same time. <laughs> so you're not at risk of no. that happening to you because you do love those metal straws. and For the Save the turtles. Absolutely. I totally It's the get one it. it's environmentally conscious thing I do is to use metal inside straws. Inside one of your Red Bull cans, the scraping noise genuinely like fingernails on a blackboard. Would you mm-hmm. like to face a turtle and go, I'm having Rosie use plastic because the sound annoys me? I'd like you to learn how to drink with just a can without the straw. No, but that's why I've never had a feeling in my life. I've never had a single feeling in my entire life. I get my teeth checked every six months. And my dentist said it's probably because I've always used straws. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. There you go. I knew about the feelings. I didn't know it was down to the straws. That, well, the dentist said that's part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Horrific way to go. Yeah. Ooh. Intense. Um, April 30 was the episode about the headache tablet murders mm. where there was, like, poison put into different, like, uh, Tylenol, Panadol, whatever your brand is, mm-hmm. and people took them and died. Um, that was the week that Caleb and I went to Perth for my Kid Chameleon show and That's we got right. locked down because yeah. of a COVID outbreak. Mm. And I'm really sorry, Perth. Um, I've got to tell you that we just decided to kibosh Kid Chameleon. Mm. It just, we tried to get it to Perth and to Brisbane so many times mm. and COVID just kept wrecking it and wrecking it and wrecking it. And then it came time to schedule the new Just the Gist live shows and we were like, we'll just mm. do that instead. Mm-hmm. So, sorry, guys. But come to Just the Gist. Yeah, come along. Yeah. You'll enjoy it, we I promise. I mean, Kid Chameleon had no major dance numbers, so maybe this is even better. You're upgrading. Exactly. And, I mean, toy, 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 hopefully we actually do get to I'm certain we knock will. Knock on really wood, knock on wood. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we're all going to keep making sensible choices about masks exactly. and, you know... Not do the right doing thing. irresponsible things and we're all going to get our booster shots. So it's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. Um, this was also the week that uh, Byron Bay's was announced, oh, yeah. the reality show that's going to be set in Byron Bay. And people in Byron Bay got so sincerely upset about it that they all went out on their surfboards and did a surfboard circle in the ocean to protest the show. 
Like that would make a huge difference and not just bring a lot more publicity to the show, which is going ahead. And I think it is being released like maybe even news. It's like early January. It's like coming soon. I will hate watch the crap out of it. Oh, I will hate watch the crap out of it. And Byron Bay has turned into the most insufferable place. So all those Mm -hmm. people who are like, this is going to ruin our town. Your town's ruined already. Yeah, sorry. It's not just an influencer insufferable hub. Mm -hmm. And none of you are vaccinated idiots. No offense. <laughs> um, this was the week that also Britney Spears put in a request to address the court and the judge in person. Oh, April yeah. April 30 was when she requested that. And none of us knew if she was going to be allowed to do it and what was going to happen. Mm. Um, this was also the week that a drug dealer was arrested in Bondi because they drove the wrong way down a one-way street, so the police pulled them over. And while the undercover police were giving them a ticket, two women, Bondi women who wanted their cocaine, came up to the police and said, excuse me, what's (laughs) taking so long? It's our turn. We want our bag. And then the police were like, what? And the whole thing got blown up. (laughs) And didn't they throw it out the window or something? Yeah, and then they trust snooty Bondi women to not want to wait for their cocaine yeah. bag <laughs> and to get busted in an undercover sting. <laughs> Why do you think a man, even if he's not in police uniform, is standing next to the car with a notepad writing things down? What could that man possibly be? A police officer maybe. No, no, they just went and tapped him on the shoulder. Hurry up and get your cocaine. It's our turn. <laughs> love insufferable Bondi women almost as much as I love insufferable Byron Bay women. <sighs> so good. Hey, we've had quite a lot of requests for us to take Just the Gist live to Byron Bay. Uh, by not the anymore. Way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going there. I'll get COVID the second you walk into, the second you pass the welcome to Byron Bay sign, you get COVID. Mm. No one there is vaccinated. You're all crazy hippies. Get vaccinated. Yeah, I had a family member who chose to move away from that area. Because it was getting so yeah. cray-cray. He lived in Mullumbimby. Yeah. And it reached the point where people were yelling at him because he was wearing a mask and they thought that that somehow <sighs> trampled on their own rights. And oh so he was God. like, this place has jumped the shark. It's I've got jumped to get the out shark. Yeah. And now everybody you hear about who has some crazy anti-vax stat, like, um, idea, the next story you hear about them is they've decided to move to Byron Bay. Mm. They're moving to the hinterland. They're moving to Byron. Like, they're all just moving there. Get out, everyone. It's not what it used to be. It's the worst. Um, May 17 was our episode on D.B. Cooper. Ooh. Mm. And this was the episode where we're going to play a clip now. This was the episode where I told you about Prance of the Chihuahua's adoption notice. Oh, yeah. Prance. I still follow him on the gram. Lindsay, play the clip. So this woman who fosters dogs, puppies and stuff until they find their forever homes mm-hmm. had this dog called Prancer the Chihuahua that nobody wanted and mm-hmm. she kept trying to get Prancer rehomed and she's like, I, 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 I'll just read to you. This was like her final at the end of her rope. I don't know what to do. I just need someone to take Prancer post. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. here we go. <laughs> okay, I've tried. I've tried for the last several months to post this dog for adoption and make him sound palatable. The problem is 
the problem is he's just not. <laughs> There's not a very big market for neurotic, man-hating, animal-hating, children-hating dogs that look like gremlins. <laughs> But I have to believe there's someone out there for Prancer because I am tired and so is my family. Every every day we live in the grips of the demonic chihuahua hellscape he has created in our home. If you own a chihuahua, you probably know what I'm talking about. He's literally the chihuahua meme that describes them as being 50% hate and 50% tremble. If you're intrigued and horrified at how this animal sounds already, just wait. There's more. (laughs) Prancer came to me obese, wearing a cashmere sweater with a bacon, egg and cheese stuffed in his crate with him. I should have known in that moment this dog would be a problem. He was owned by an elderly woman who treated him like a human and never socialised him. Sprinkle in a little genetic predisposition for being nervous and you've concocted a neurotic mess, (laughs) a.k.a. Prancer. His first week he was too terrified to have a personality. As awful as it sounds, I kind of liked him better that way. He was quiet and just laid on the couch, didn't bother anyone. I was excited to see him come out of his shell and become a real dog. I am convinced at this point he is not a real dog, but more like a vessel for a traumatised Victorian child that now haunts our home. (laughs) Prancer only likes women, nothing else. He hates men more than women do, which says a lot. If you have a husband, don't bother applying unless you hate him. Prancer has lived with a man for six months and still has not accepted him. He bonds to a woman slash women and takes his job of protection seriously. He offers better protection than capital security. This also extends to other animals. Have other dogs, cats, don't apply unless they like being shaken up by a rag doll by a 13-pound rage machine. (laughs) This may be confusing to people as he currently lives with my seven other dogs and 12 cats. That's because we have somewhat come to an agreement that it's wrong to attack the other animals. But you know that episode of The Office where Michael Scott silently whispers, I'll kill you, to Toby? (laughs) That's Prancer having to begrudgingly coexist with everyone when I'm around. We also mentioned no kids for Prancer. I think at this point you can imagine why. He's never been in the presence of a child, but I can already imagine the demonic noises and shaking fury that would erupt from his body if he was. Prancer (laughs) wants to be your only child. So what are his good traits? can't be real. He's loyal beyond belief. Although to tell you a secret, his complex is really just a facade for his fear. If someone tried to kill you, I can guarantee he would run away screeching. (laughs) But as far as for companionship, you will never be alone again. He likes to go for car rides. He is housebroken. He knows a few basic commands. He is quiet and non-destructive when left alone at home. And even though we call him baloney face, he is still kind of cute to look at. He also smiles when he is excited. His ideal home would be a single woman, a mother and daughter or a lesbian couple. You can't live in an apartment or condo unless you want him to ankle bite your neighbours. We already addressed the men and children situation. If you have people over, he would have to be put away like he's a vacuum. I know finding someone who wants a Chucky doll in a dog's body is hard, but I have to try. (laughs) Prancer is available through and she gives the name. 
He mm. is in New Jersey but can be adopted anywhere. If you've always wanted your own haunted Victorian child in the body of a small <laughs> dog that hates men and children, please email me. Oh, and also... He's only two years old and will probably live to be 21 through pure spite, so take that into account if you're interested. So (laughs) this description of Prancer along with a photo of him and he truly does look like the ugliest, scariest chihuahua I've ever seen went viral. Like everyone was like, how is this real? This cannot be real. So, obviously, we need to tell you that Prancer did find a home. Mm. He ended up moving in with two lesbians, so Mm. it was perfect for him. And apparently him, she, her, I forget. Prancer was a he. Very happy now. Mm. Very, very happy. Thousands of applications came in and they found Prancer the perfect home. Lesbians make great moms. you got to go follow him on Instagram. He's the best. Oh, this was also the week that Paddington 2 took over Citizen Kane as the greatest film of all time on Rotten Tomatoes. That's right. Have you seen it yet? <laughs> no, I, I haven't still haven't seen either. It yet. Maybe I'll watch it with the kids. Uh, yeah, I'm going to watch it this week. Actually. Yeah, while I'm, I'm in Sydney. I'm having a fiction only week from okay. tomorrow onwards. Mm, at least. Smart, smart. No documentaries, no podcasts. Fiction, fiction, fiction. That's smart. Um, This was also the week that the woman who miraculously returned Lady Gaga's dogs after Mm. they were stolen was found to be the one who actually stole the dogs. So that that $500,000 reward she offered for the return of her dogs, not for the healing of her dog walker who Mm. got shot. (laughs) And he had to start up his own GoFundMe. He did because I don't know what, I don't want to accuse her of anything, but she offered a reward for the return of the dogs Mm. and the guy who got shot walking them had to start a GoFundMe. So I don't know, uh, let's just leave that there for Mm. you to decide. But the woman who returned the dogs for their reward about a week later was found to be the one who took the dogs, just like the movie Ransom with Mel Gibson. (laughs) Perfect. Amazing. Um, I really hope they make a movie about that. Oh, my God, And I yes. hope Gaga plays that woman. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, May 21 was the Dyatlov Pass Ooh. episode. And this was the week that we realised Gen Zs are calling all millennials Chugi. And <laughs> we were trying to decipher what that meant. Mm. This was also the week that I was safe, but you weren't, that we found out that any millennials born between 1980 and 1985 are officially geriatric millennials. <laughs> Still not over that. <laughs> um, and this was the week that they exhumed the Summerton Man. In Adelaide, they exhumed his body to try and find some stuff out. And everyone was like, this is going to break the case wide open. And I don't remember hearing anything about it since that day. That's funny. Well, that is absolutely on our gist list for it a is episode. people of us. But I, we decided to wait because we were like, yeah. well, they just exhumed his body, so let's wait to see what happens. Nothing seems to have happened, mm. as far as I know. Not, nothing in the major news. Um, May 28 was uh, just the gist of Shirley Temple. And clearly a lot was going on in the news because at the top of the breaking news list here, I talked about how I bought Continental Packet Pasta. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so surprised that made it to the final edit. Yeah, because everybody loves it. You didn't grow up eating shit like that, Mm. but most normal people did. Mm. People love talking about Continental Packet Pasta. It's nostalgia. It's nostalgia. I learned so much doing this podcast. Um, Also, that week is the week we found out that Hocus Pocus 2 is happening. And there's been photos released from the set in the last Mm. few weeks. So it's like filming is underway Uh right now. Um, Oh, this was the week that Belle Gibson's house was raided. 
Yeah. To try and seize assets because she just was pretending like she didn't owe $500,000. But like we said that week, she's been very smart in that the house she lives in, she says she's just a guest in Uh. and everything in the house is under her partner's name, who she Mm -hmm. says isn't her partner. She just lives there. Mm -hmm. And so they technically can't take things if they're his. Mm. So she's kind of found this very clever legal loophole. Mm Mm-hmm. Belle Gibson has, or what's her name? Sabontu. Sabontu. Um, I think since, I don't know if it even comes up in this breaking news for the rest of the year, but the um, Ethiopian community of Melbourne has since disowned Belle Gibson and yeah. says she can no longer call herself Sabontu. They don't want anything to do with her. Yeah, I brought it up in an update while you were at the spa. Oh, you did? Yeah, <laughs> um, where she's at because she had started talking publicly about the fact that she was going to be doing fundraising for the community. Oh, and so, for the community herself. Yeah. Yeah. And so some, like, bigwig legal officials came forward and said, please don't let her anywhere near your money mm. at any stage. Are you aware of the sort of stuff that she's pulled off? And that's when they then said, you are not to keep showing up to our weddings and barbecues. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Bye, Sabontu. Soz. Um, June 4 was the Lindy Chamberlain episode. Mm. Um, this is the week where Paddington 2 got one Brad review and then once again fell behind Citizen Kane mm. as the greatest movie of all time. How very dare. Such a dick move. This is also the week where clearly a lot was going on in the world because I talked a lot about Caleb's ingrown toenail. (laughs) Which was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. Um, We also realised this week that Jennifer Lopez was the same age as Rue McClanahan when she started playing Blanche in The Golden Mm. Girls. Which kind of blows your mind. Times have changed. But bet that made you happy that you'd started the bow earlier that year. Yes. Right? Well, now everyone's saying, like, it blows their mind that the women in And Just Like That are the same age, if not older, than the Golden Girls were when mm. they did the Golden Girls. And it's just such a difference in aesthetics, the way women are allowed to embrace youth now in a yeah. way that they... Once you hit 40 back then, it was, like, short grey hair, beige slacks... Mm-hmm. Loose blouse, pastel house. Mm. That was it. So it's different now, which and is I'm good. thankful for it. Oh, me too. Um, <laughs> this was the week that Peppa Pig had an episode banned in Australia and nowhere else mm. because the moral of the episode was don't be scared of spiders, spiders can't hurt you. Mm. And Australia was like, except here, <laughs> we can't put that on television. <laughs> So that episode got banned in Australia because they were worried. Befriending redbacks. Exactly. Too dangerous. June 25 was uh, Biosphere 2. And we had um, (laughs) every now and again, I just throw in little uh, fascinating tidbits. Um, I wanted you to think about the fact that every day in the world, there is one person who does the longest shit of anyone else on the planet. And maybe today that could be you. I mean, there has to be a winner, no? Uh, There has to be a winner each day. So you could be a winner this very day. Remind yourself of that. Put that as an affirmation on your mirror. Today I might do the longest shit of anyone on this blue marble. If nothing else... That could be what you achieve today. And that led into a wider discussion about making sure you look at your poop in the toilet and look at your toilet paper after you wipe Mm. because it's good to check. 
public service Good to keep an eye on things. Um, this was the week that Beck Judd was announced as the new bird in hand ambassador and I was not. How very dare. <laughs> Devo. You were upset about that at the same time as you declared yourself the Jonah Bark of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you were a complex beast, Miss Waterland. How very dare they not want the Jonah Bark of shit to be the face of their brand. They sent me that free box of wine, which I think was their way of going, shut up now, stop mm-hmm. talking about us. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still waiting, guys. I will be your ambassador. I... I'm, I'm sorry. Have I not got a lot of people to drink Bird in Hand Sparkling? You absolutely have. We frequently are They tag us in it all the time. Mm-hmm. You're welcome, Bird in Hand. So if you're okay with me talking about shit on air all the time, let's talk. Because this could be a match made in heaven. Really. <laughs> We've been doing this for more than two years and it hasn't happened yet, honey. <laughs> no, I'm not going to give up on this. I'm going to be f- like... 107 and we're going to be recording our last episode and I'm just going to be like, okay, one more time, guys. <laughs> I'm here. I'll do it for free. Make my dream reality. <laughs> please. But in hand, please. Um, this is the week that I told you Will Smith is older than Tommy Lee Jones was when they starred in Men in Black together. Mm. Blows your mind. Times change. Um, I also told you that the Kylie Minogue song Spinning Around was written by Paula Abdul. Huh. Hmm. I thought it was This Is It by Danny Minogue. No, we talked about This Is It because oh, okay. I love that song. Okay. But no, Flipped Spinning Around was oh. written by Paula Abdul. Good to know you listen while I give you all this stuff. Um, Brittany went to court that week and gave her testimony, mm. which was amazing. She did a really good job that week. Yeah. That was really the thing that made people go, this is ridiculous, particularly when she said they forced her to have an IUD mm. that she didn't want. Yeah, that was absolutely shocking. I remember it so well because I'd flown to Cape York that day. <gasps> That's right. And I landed and had all these messages saying, mm. what the what? John McAfee died. Mm. And Next on my list, John McAvee took his own life in prison. Yeah, yeah. and all this stuff about the Britney thing. Whoa, whoa, big day. Big day, big breaking news. Um, July 9 was our episode on Lou Pellman. Mm. Mm-hmm. And um, basically breaking news that week was a lot about the fallout from Britney's court appearance, in- including that the hashtag changed from Free Britney to Avenge Britney because mm. everyone was like, F this. And a bunch of celebrities, um, uh, I think Cher, Miley Cyrus, mm, a few others. Mariah, Paris. We're going to pull money to cover her legal expenses. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> July 9th. This was the week in breaking news where the lady at the Tour de France caused the worst <gasps> crash in Tour de France history by holding up the this sign. This is your highlight for the year. My highlight for the year. <laughs> The high grandma, high grandpa sign ran out in front of them, caused the worst crash in Tour de France history, mayhem, destruction. And then she just slipped into the crowd like Homer does into that hedge uh, in that meme and nobody found her for ages. Uh, like she just went off the grid, which wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. You oh, would yeah. not tell a soul. Uh-uh. But they did find her, I think, a few weeks later and... um they, in the end, decided not to charge her. They were like, she's been humiliated enough. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. And also, technically, Tour de France 
should be in charge of the not letting... The should have done a better job yeah. of preventing that from happening, yes. Like, I know it's a really long race and it's like this tradition that it goes through little towns, but, sorry, put up barriers. Like, mm. don't you... Yeah. It's time. It's We've time. learned our lesson. Now. We've learned our lesson. Um, oh, this was the week that Alison Mack from Nexium was convicted and sentenced oh, to, like, three years in prison. I know. Oh, my God. It's been on my list for so long. Yes, and at first I was like, I'm waiting for the court case to end, and then it ended. And I was like, okay, I got to do it. Mm. Nexium on the list. Coming 2022. On the list. Oh, this was also the week that many doctors reached out to Rosie and thanked her for telling people to look at their poo. Mm. So bird in hand, turns out. <laughs> she knows how to get a message out I'm there. nothing if not a saint. <laughs> so good for your brand, no. Mm. Um, oh, July 19 was your episode on Shanti Devi. Yeah. The reincarnation girl. girl in India, yeah. It was also the week that I revealed I was moving to Melbourne, having mm. just moved to Adelaide. <laughs> twitch, I twitch. <laughs> um, oh, that was the week that the Puseum in Tasmania won their noble legal fight to keep their sign with a penguin pooping on mm. it. They won. Um, this was also the week that Brittany got approved to pick her own lawyer. Yes. Oh, that was such joyful news. It really was such yeah. joyful news. Also the week that I got vaccinated. Oh. Yeah. Your second dose? No, that was my that first was dose. First. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm due for my booster. Like now I got like I hit the date a couple of days ago. So mm-hmm. I gotta go get my booster. Um oh, July twenty-three was baby Jessica down the well. That was the week that Adelaide went into its one and only little lockdown mm. until 24 hours later they cancelled it because at first they thought COVID had spread on a pizza box, but then they realised that was impossible and the guy who told them that had just lied and we didn't really need a lockdown yeah. after all. So Adelaide had a 24-hour almost lockdown mm. until it was over. Did they panic by all the bog roll? Um, not that I remember. I remember I was in the city that day in the office I was working out of and basically they announced lockdown and everyone just left. So I remember going to go to Woolworths and the line went down the street mm. and it was like, because Adelaide had never had a lockdown before. So I think they were like, woo, mm. like, but I was like, guys, shops don't close. You can still, like, you can go tomorrow. Yeah. And then the next day they were like, oh, lockdown's over. Mm. <laughs> Our bad. So it ended up being nothing mm. anyway. It was stupid. Um, that was the week that Jeff Bezos went to space in his dick rocket. Oh, his big dick-shaped what rocket. What a moment for humanity! Didn't we all <laughs> feel so proud of him? I'm actually listening to an amazing um, series of you know the podcast Business Wars and Wondery mm. that we've talked about. I'm listening to the one at the moment that's about SpaceX versus Blue Origin, which is mm. Elon Musk's space stuff and his space stuff, and it's just. Every 30 second in the episode, you were like, why are men? I hate you. You are the two richest men on the planet and you are wasting money on this just exercise in egotism. Absolutely foul. It's Mm. infuriating. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, that week, Dubai sent drones to electrify clouds to make clouds rain because it was so hot. Mm. That is cool that they can do that. Mm-hmm. That is really cool. Mm. Why don't we do that here during drought? Oh, because during droughts we don't have clouds. That's right. They're lucky that they just at least have clouds. Mm. 
Yeah, it's wild. It's wild this people can do that. This was science fiction stuff I know. in the 60s and they're making it happen. And it was just happening and it was barely a news story. I just came across it in some random thing. Like it was barely in the news. I feel like someone like Jeff Bezos is going to turn into a supervillain who takes that technology and corrupts it and uses it for world domination. Yeah, like right? we can see what's coming. Yeah, right? Like he owns Amazon and umbrellas aren't selling very well in this place so he sends drones up, right. makes it rain, people buy umbrellas. That's how they do it. That's how they do it. Also this week, I had the Olympics are on and no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> the Olympics happened this year, remember? <laughs> I think I'm the only person who didn't see a second of the Olympics. I, don't, I think I half tuned into some gymnastics because I like watching that stuff. But mm. that's the week where everyone becomes an expert in gymnastics, all women. Become an expert in gymnastics. Right. But, yeah, that's I watched a little bit of it, but not really. Mm. Um, July 30 was the episode on the molasses flood. Ah. And um, I had to correct myself because when I talked about Jeff Bezos and the space rocket, I said that there was a lady kind of like Cruella DeVille from 101 Dalmatians went up with him in the rocket, mm. but then a bunch of people told us, oh, no, that was actually a woman called Wally Funk who was part of the first group of women to train with NASA in the 60s but never got the chance to go into space mm. because they were super sexist back then. Mm. So Jeff Bezos did at least do a cool thing and give this woman a chance to go into space, which she very much deserved. And that was totally his intention. Well, of course, yeah, mm. but still, the end result is she got to go into space. Good. Which was good for yeah. her. Um... Oh, this was the week that people started recognising my sister Rhiannon and giving them their vaccines mm. at her vaccine place where she was doing it. She felt so famous. She loved it. Um, August 9 was the John Jones episode, the guy who got stuck in the cave. Ooh. And that was the week I moved to Melbourne. Mm -hmm. And it was also, get ready to play clip, Lindsay, the week that I paid Carol Baskin to record right, a birthday yeah. message with Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> Best money I've ever spent in my life. Play clip. <laughs> I got you a birthday present. Mm -hmm. I'm sending it to you right now. But first of all, close your eyes. Close mm -hmm. your eyes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. It's sent. It's arrived. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Okay. Open your eyes and look. <laughs> okay, just turn up the volume and watch it. <laughs> I have got Jacob a cameo personalised video from Carol Baskin. God damn Carol Baskin. Carol God, Baskin. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay, watch it, watch it, watch it. <laughs> hey, all you cool cats and kittens who are ah. listeners. It's Carol Baskin from Big Cat Rescue. Oh, my catness. Here is a huge tigerific birthday wish to Jacob from your best friend, Rosie, and your second best friend, Carol Baskin, and all of your glisteners. Oh, they just want it to be your best birthday absolutely ever, and I'm so sorry that I missed it by three days. I don't know how I missed it. Didn't show up in my regular little list here, but happy, happy birthday. Oh, you know, we're all just... 
we're obsessed with your fabulous style, which includes that like glorious year-round tan. How on earth do you do that? And you know, the fact that you like I really love segues. I just love segues, of course. And a dinner date with me and Cher and you and Rosie and all the listeners together wouldn't that be fun? Oh my goodness, that would be so much fun. That's it. I cut it all just cuts off. Okay. It just cuts off. <laughs> she, she cut, I was so specific wow. with the word gisners, but she called yeah. you all glisners. Glisners. Um, which is kind of cute in a way. And then um, it just cuts off. <laughs> oh. Wow. Carol Baskin's jealous of my tan. Yeah. I can die happy. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. I will never get over that. Never, I will never get over that. I watch it every now and then. Hey, glisteners. <laughs> Do you know how obvious I made it? Gisseners. I j- oh, but it doesn't matter. It was. I think it's perfect. She got it wrong. Oh yeah, that's the extra little cherry I on know. top of it. Because she just sits there ten hours a day recording those for like three hundred bucks a pop. Yeah. Oh my god, bless her. Thank you so much. <laughs> that was a gift for all of us. It was a truly a gift for all of giving. us. <laughs> also, that week Elizabeth Holmes had her baby. Mm. And then a judge was like, we're letting victims of your crime testify in your trial. <laughs> so it was a high and a low for Lizzie that week. Um, oh, and three people were taken to hospital after they were hit by the fake iceberg at the Titanic Museum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Thoughts and prayers. August 13 was the episode on Oh, that was a labor of love. It is also the week that a massive expose came out in Good Weekend, um, proving that Jock Zonfrillo, the chef, made up his oh, whole memoir. Yeah. And I don't think his memoir did very well after that because everyone was like, oh, it's fake. I wonder if Simon and Schuster did go ahead with suing. Don't I? Well, they can't because end. truth is a defense for defamation. And Tim Elliott, the journalist who wrote that profile, is a monumentally good journalist, Mm. incredibly good investigative journalist. Like, he did his research. Mm. None of it was true. Does he still have a career in the media? Well, he's still a judge on MasterChef. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, other than, I don't think the book did very well. But still a judge on MasterChef. Um, (laughs) Oh, this was also the week that a girl in the UK had to get five surgeries on her jaw after trying to eat a KFC stack burger in (laughs) one bite. (laughs) (laughs) August 20, JT Leroy. That was a good one. Mm. We talked about how much we love the show The Newsreader, which swept the actors because it was so good, well-deserved. So if you haven't watched The Newsreader, the Australian show, you really must. And I think there's another season coming, so. It better be. Michael Lucas, get on it. Michael Lucas, get on it. Um, oh, this is also the week that um, Robert Durst admitted that he probably shouldn't have been in that documentary, The Jinx. <laughs> Didn't end well for you, Bobby. Because <laughs> that's the reason he's now in prison for life. <laughs> Whoopsie. I actually really want to go back and watch that with um, Caleb because he's never watched The Jinx. I think he would really like it. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, he will. Um, and then do an episode of JTG. 
Yes, we yeah. really do need to do an episode of The Jinx yes. for, or of um, Robert Durst yes. for JTG. Um, August 27 was the episode you did on crop circles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was the week I told you that the original lyrics to Vanessa Amorosi's song Shine were everyone you see, every, everyone you know is going to die, mm. which really changes the meaning of the whole thing. <sighs> and it was what's-his-name touchdown. Mark Holden. Mark Holden, who mm. said, maybe change the word die to shine. Mm. And I think that's what clinched it for her. That's what made her famous. Mm. Mm. Um, oh, that was the week that, and I don't think anything ever came of this because I haven't read about it since, the man who was the naked baby on the cover of the Nevermind album oh, decided yeah. to sue Nirvana and the photographer. Yeah. Do we know if he ended up winning? Well, Is I haven't heard though? anything. Maybe it just got, like, Turned what a down. stupid lawsuit. Mm. I'll look into it. Thanks. I really won't. No. It's the holiday. <laughs> Just do it for us. It's New Year's Day. What else are you doing? Um, that was the week that e, the poster came out for the new Princess Diana film mm. starring Kristen Stewart, and we had a long conversation about how we weren't convinced mm. she could play Princess Diana. And the next week, September 10, was when we had a long conversation about how critics were saying it was a tour de force performance mm. and we were very wrong and she's incredible. Mm. Uh, when does that come out, Spencer? Today, first what? of... I'm pretty sure it's first of January. Oh, I thought you meant today, today. No, no. When we're recording. No, I'm pretty Everything sure. Everything comes out New Year's Day for us, doesn't it? Yeah. Um. Apparently, she's incredible. I can't wait. Me, I cannot wait. And apparently, it's a weird horror movie, which mm. we didn't know at the time. Um. Oh, September 10 was the episode I did on my abortions. Mm. And it was the week that Jamie Spears filed to end Britney's conservatorship. Not out of the goodness of his heart, no. but because he knew he was in big trouble yep. and he was trying to get out of it as quickly as he could. Yes. Um, that was the week Elizabeth Holmes's trial started. And we talked about that. Miss, why don't you ever talk about Elizabeth Holmes? We've talked about it about 10 times <laughs> this year. September 10 then turned into November 12 because I had a little sojourn mm. at the spa. I went into inpatient mental health care for a couple of months, which did me wonders. Um, and then we came back, November 12, twin switched at birth. And um, <laughs> I'll just say, we really, really missed you. It was so exciting when we got you back. That was it the was biggest really breaking news of that week <laughs> when you returned. Oh, yeah. I guess breaking news was I was declared sane. <laughs> yes. You made many, many, many of us happy, especially me. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for holding down the fort once again. Um, uh, besides me being out of uh, the spa, uh, was that week we talked about the fact that a hiker who got lost in the woods, had his phone on, tried to call for help, but then didn't answer his phone when rescuers called him because mm. he didn't recognise the number. <laughs> Which I feel you, buddy. Yes. I feel you. I never answer numbers I don't recognise. Ever, 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 ever. It feels like an invasion. It feels like an abusive act. I don't even call people I don't know. Me and Rhiannon have the exact same voice. I still get her to make all my phone calls for me to places that I don't want to talk mm. to them. Mm. Dentist appointments. Rhiannon does it. She says it's me. I don't want to do things like that. No, thank you. I'm a millen I'm a chuggy millennial. Mm. Also this week is when um, I told you that Matt Agnew, our favourite past bachelor slash astrophysicist mm. slash man I would like to marry, um, sorry, Caleb, um, posted on his Instagram that sharks have been on Earth longer than trees. Mm. 
there's one to bring up at a dinner party. And he knows because he's a doctor of something, Mm. apparently. And we trust whatever doctors say on social media. Yes, Mm. and he's grown his hair now so you know it's serious. Mm. Um, Also, (laughs) this was the week that um, I told you about the bot that wrote an obituary. (laughs) 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 No further explanation needed. Lindsay, play clip. (laughs) You know how um, AI, artificial intelligence, has been quite a talking point recently because they're saying that um, soon they're going to overtake us in Mm -hmm. intelligence and they'll be able to make choices and we'll end up like Terminator 2 and they'll take over, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. So they're getting AI to try lots of different things, particularly writing things. Like I know even Caleb was telling me they tried getting a bot to um, take over some part of the newsroom and it just was a disaster. So Mm -hmm. it's like they're trying but they're not quite there yet. Uh And so recently they got a bot to write an obituary and I want (laughs) to read it to you, okay? (laughs) Listen to this. Brenda Tent, Mm. retired from living at the age of old, (laughs) surrounded by family and natural causes, a librarian from birth. (laughs) Brenda was an avid collector of dust. (laughs) She had a sweetheart and married her high school. She loved having hobbies and helping her sons to be disadvantaged youths. (laughs) She had no horses but thought she did. (laughs) The church gave her a choir because she sang like bird and looked like Bird, and Brenda was a bird. <laughs> Jacob's crying. He's lost it. I haven't seen you lose like this since Segway. <laughs> okay, it's nearly over. It's nearly over. <laughs> she owed us so many poems. The funeral will be held in 1977 at Heaven. <laughs> Brenda, more life. (laughs) (laughs) The end. (laughs) 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 So I'm not sure we're handing obituary duty over to the bots just yet. Not immediately. (laughs) Although I kind of wish they would. (laughs) (laughs) It's so much like... um, that episode of The Simpsons with the monkeys writing the novel, it was the best of times. It was the blurst of times. <laughs> <laughs> like they can do the words, but. Mm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my stomach hurts. I Did feel you like cramped that? up. <laughs> I've been saying, do you know how much I wanted to send you that this whole time? But I've been saving it for this. And for you, Gisners. That oh. was for you. <laughs> She enjoyed helping her sons be disadvantaged uh, <laughs> In lieu of flowers, send Brenda more life. Her funeral will be held in 1977 at heaven. <laughs> no, at heaven. <laughs> oh, I 
I'm exhausted. She was an avid collector of dust. <laughs> a librarian from... <laughs> I'm not sure I've heard you laugh that much <laughs> since we talked about segues. And then over the weekend, we had to do some Christmas shopping for my family and we went into JB Hi-Fi and they now sell scooters made by Segway and Jacob lost it in the middle of JB Hi-Fi. Just lost it. He just sees the word and he loses it. Oh, dear. He's like, okay, we're going to need to take a break. He's lost it. Oh, dear. Okay. Next that week, um, we found out that Britney's court case had been set in stone and it was about to happen where they would decide if the conservatorship would end. Mm -hmm. It was announced that week. Mm -hmm. So she had talked in court, Mm -hmm. then her dad had said he wanted to end it, Mm -hmm. then the court case was set. I really feel like 2021 can kind of be be signposted by what was happening in Britney Spears's yes. life. Yeah. It really can. I kind yeah. of look back over the year and that's how I know where the year was yep. at. There were some major milestones. Yeah, yep. all according to her mm-hmm. case. And one of the biggest wins, which surprised us at the time, but the biggest win was Matthew Rosengart saying, no, the conservatorship stays in place. Just take Jamie out and replace him with someone else. Mm. And that someone else can then allow all the accountants to have access to all of the files that yeah. he was hoping would be hidden because the conservatorship would be just shut down. That was because such a big if win. they'd ended the conservatorship, it would have just ended, and they would never have been able to look into how yep. awful it had been. All that stuff would have just been buried, and he would have. She gone just needed free. a good lawyer. She needed a good lawyer who was working for her, mm-hmm. not like using her to make money, like mm-hmm. that other dodgy dude. What was his name again? Sam Ingham. Sam Ingham. Mm. F-U Sam Sam Ingham. Um, Oh, the next week I did an episode on Nellie Bly, the woman Mm. who went undercover in a um, a mental institution back in the late 1800s, and that was the week that Britney was declared free of her conservatorship. Britney was free. Free by 40. And, um... Cher said she was going to take her to the beach and have the, the Saint-Tropez eat ice cream and mm. just have the best time. And since then, I think she's doing okay. I think people have been really judgy about the stuff she's posting on Instagram and stuff. And it's like, but you know what? Mm. Being free of a conservatorship doesn't mean that you are uh, required to live a perfect life with mm. no mistakes or missteps ever. Like... Mm. You can live a life where you make mistakes or do or trip up. It doesn't mean that doesn't mean you need to be declared incompetent and yep. have other people look after you. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. so you know what? She's not going to do things perfectly, but who cares? It's her life. It should just be her life. It should be her choices to make, mm-hmm. whether you think they're good or bad choices. Let her make them. That's right. Your opinion doesn't really matter. And let's yeah. just keep two things in mind. Number one, let's be compassionate about the trauma she's experienced. And mm. number two, she was basically frozen in lucite for the last 13 years. Like she mm. hasn't been allowed to develop, grow, mature the way a normal person would mm. by the age so of 40. True. And even on top of that, she was already frozen in time the second she became really famous, so which was true. like 16. Yeah. So she really is just like, and I say this as a, as someone who, you know, is a survivor of childhood trauma. I also have experienced what it's like to have like arrested development. Mm. Like I am developmentally behind 
where I think I would have been if I hadn't spent the majority of my 20s dealing with the trauma fallout of my childhood. Mm. So I'm kind of behind in that way, which I completely understand. Like, I'm 35, but in a lot of ways, I'm a lot younger because Mm. I was having to deal with other things. And I think she's the same. She's almost 40, but look at what she's been surviving for over almost two decades. She's Mm -hmm. basically still a teenager. Mm -hmm. So... You know. So let's all just be a bit more compassionate. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Love Britters. Hashtag Avenge Britters. Um, oh, this was the week we found out that Leonardo DiCaprio was playing, is going to play Jim Jones in a movie yes. about the Jonestown massacre. Yes. Pumped because he is so perfect. He is like at that age now where he's not attractive anymore. He's just sleazy and gross. Mm. And it doesn't help that he just keeps dating 20-year-olds. Not that I can talk, but, you know. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He just keeps dating these, like, 20-year-old girls and Mm. he's, like, kind of old and sweaty looking now. Yeah. He just looks like a perfect Jim Jones. Oh, he's going to absolutely nail it. Yeah. And I wish I'd mentioned this at the time because it's a really good record which you gave to me and now I want to share with the gistners. Mm. So the day that I found out about Leo playing Jim Jones, I was... I sent that to you while I was listening to the chapter of a book called Cultish, and mm. that chapter was the chapter on Jim Jones. So this book called Cultish is all about the different behaviours that all sorts of different cults and MLMs and other sorts mm. of schemes. Mainly like the language use. they use to hook mm. you in. Yeah. Very big focus on, yeah, the um, verbiage they use. To there's even there's a section you. about Peloton and mm. how that's really cultish. She even mentions that when she was at drama school, that had elements of a cult. Uh, I was like, yep, we oh, remember sure that. Does. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So if you're looking for a really fascinating read this summer, cultish, it's awesome. really good as an audiobook. It's really good. Um, that was the week that we <laughs> found out that in the UK, people love tea so much that the national electricity supplier mm. needs to increase the supply of electricity after big TV events because everybody in the UK goes to put their kettle on at the same time to make <laughs> tea. Mm. Bless your sweet little hearts. I love that. Um, oh, and that was the week that uh, Caleb's documentary, Could You Survive on the Breadline, started. Yeah. Yeah, and went on for three weeks. A few people have messaged me and said, is it already over? Did it just end? It's like, yeah, there was only three yeah. episodes. Mm. Um, but it was good. I think he did really well on yeah. it. He's gotten so many people approaching him on the street, which to be honest, usually it's me. So he loves that he's getting like recognized more often than I am now. <laughs> he loves it. Um, November 26 was Harold Holt. Yeah. And it was the week we spent most of breaking news talking about <laughs> I could do the Adele interview. <laughs> That's pretty much all breaking news was about, Mm. was about us talking about that whole incident Mm. with Matt Doran. And by the way, can I say that after all of that happened, you know how he ended up in the end? He ended up with people saying that everybody was being mean for continuing to talk about it. So not only did he face no ramifications, he kept his job, he's doing fine. He also became like, this weird victim in the whole thing where people are like, why are you being so mean? And it's like because he had a very simple job that took the least amount of competence and he could not do it. Mm. And they're treating him like a survivor. And they're treating him like, yeah, a survivor (laughs) of a traumatic event that was at his own making because he was an arrogant man who said, 
I can do the Adele interview when he couldn't. <laughs> this is also when we mentioned just as a sort of side part of that, that um, it reminded me of Conrad on The Bachelorette who that week went on a whole long spiel about how um, he doesn't know how he's going to be successful. He just knows that he is. He just feels it in his bones, which you mentioned at the time he's like, what, around 27 or something. He's of the age where he has grown up thinking to be an influencer is a legitimate career path. And so I guess when he said, I don't know how I'm going to be successful, he meant, He's going to be an influencer. I want to be an influencer, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And, you know, he and Abby Chatfield, goddess, feminist, absolute queen, hard-launched their relationship, mm. so they're fully together now, and God and bless. I, I'm going to be at a wedding with the two of them in late January. <laughs> you are. Late February. <laughs> I, I can't, can't wait. wait. I can't wait for you to meet them both. Yeah. I love Abby. I met, I've met her in person once, but we're friends online, and... um. The one thing I will say is she's just astronomically beautiful in person. Mm. I just could not staring at her, could not stop staring at her perfect face. Mm. Um, but she's just really funny and cool, and is very happy with her good-looking gentleman. Good for her. So good for her. Yeah. Enjoy Why your not? sex, idiot. Enjoy your sex. Well, I was trying to avoid saying that, <laughs> <laughs> but you know. Good There's for no me. shame in it. There's no shame in it. I've had as many a sex idiot in mm. my time. And look, he might not be a sex idiot. He might actually have been correct when he predicted that he will be very successful. Mm. So just we'll wait and see. Time will tell. Um, December 3, we're on the home stretch, is when I did an episode on the House of Gucci. Yeah. And that week was when I told you about the study that said people who are interested in astrology are more narcissistic (laughs) than most others. So take of that what more narcissistic and less intelligent. Mm. So take from that what you will, sir. (laughs) To which you replied, what a Gemini thing to say. Such a Gemini. The Scorpios might agree with you. Scorpios always agree with whatever is the nastiest thing. Mm. Not that I keep track. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) Uh, That's the week I told you that Oreos are vegan. Mm. What? So kitties, kids, why do I say kitties? It's always creepy. And I always say it. So kids, if your parents tell you to have a healthy snack, have an Oreo (laughs) and tell them that Jacob and I sent you. Um, oh, that was the week that we found out for the first time ever Caleb was on top of a pop culture thing before anyone else, which was that he follows this cat on Instagram called Stepan that Britney Spears then posted a photo of and then everybody started following Stepan and for the first time in Caleb's life he could say, I liked it first. <laughs> I liked Stepan before he was yeah, cool. Yeah, I liked Stepan before he was cool. <laughs> Um, oh, that was the week that the What Happened to Brittany Murphy documentary came out. Oh, yeah. And the week that we talked about Nitram. Have you watched it yet? Still no. no. <laughs> hey, well, you're having a fictional week. Yep, I'm on it. It's pretty intense, though. I don't know if that's the intended result. It won't be what I jump Result in of yeah. what you want from your <laughs> fiction week. first view. It's good, though. It's mm. very good. Um, December 10, you did the Nodler Gallery mm. scandal. I gave you an update on the penguins, which I guess we hadn't talked about since 2020, mm. uh, Magic and Sven, the two pe- gay penguins at Sydney Aquarium, mm. who other penguins now of uh, same-sex or um, 
different sex couples are looking up to them as the ideal of how to raise children. Yeah. They're like couples counsellors. They're role models. I love them. Mm. Um, Oh, it's when I told you that I just watched the series finale of Pen15, Mm. which then you and I finally started watching it the other night. Yes, I've been roped in. So now you can... um, you you will just want to watch it until it ends. And there's not that many episodes, only two seasons, mm. and every episode is so good. And it just gets better and better and better. Half the fun of watching the first three episodes with you, though, was we kept pausing it because it brought up yeah. so many memories of our own of childhood. how embarrassing we were in your <laughs> I know. <laughs> so um, fun. Oh, that week we mentioned that tickets for the JTG live show went on sale. Yeah. Yay, and they're still on sale. Well, some of them, some of them are just about sold yeah, out. Yeah, some of them are just about sold out. out. And also a regional leg will be announced, mm. I guess, soon. Mm-hmm. We're waiting. I don't know when they're announcing it soon um and like we've told you (laughs) warned you (laughs) there are some obnoxious dance numbers so Mm -hmm. come prepared um okay last week dorothy stratton december 17 Mm. we talked about uh the just like that satc reboot which then we touched on um in our very last episode of the year when we talked about how chris north just had a swan dive into scandal, which he deserves. Ooh, yeah. And I just know more women are going to come out of the woodwork of that. Yeah. Thing. Men never do that stuff in a vacuum. He's foul. Yeah. And already more, and it's like a new woman's come out every day since mm. it happened. So what a skeezy, pervy creep. Yep. Yeah. Um. Oh, also this week, I told you about that um super revenge-filled engagement notice in the newspaper oh. about the man who escaped the narcio- the narcissistic sociopath and the woman who mm. escaped the whoever and they found each other. And I can't wait for that relationship to end because <laughs> it's not going to go well. Lindsay, play clip. <laughs> An engagement notice was going around mm. this week and it is like, the ultimate petty engagement notice of revenge. Mm. Do you want me to read it to you now? Yes. Wouldn't it be funny if you went, no thanks, next? (laughs) I'll pass. Um, Okay, so Dr. Matthew Johnson and Miss Jennifer Bear Cullen are pleased to announce their engagement to be married in February 2022. And then it just goes into some details about Mm. so-and-so was born here and born here, blah, blah. Colton Cullen, the son of the bride, is delighted to share in this miracle of love and devotion he's witnessing for the first time in his life. Mm -hmm. He would like to thank his stepfather for the genuine loyalty, honesty and protection that neither he nor his mother have ever known before. (laughs) As a diamond is produced only under intense heat and pressure, Jennifer's beauty derives from enduring decades of narcissistic attempts to defeat her (laughs) virtue and crush her spirit. (laughs) These sociopathic attacks backfired. Matthew is ecstatic to be the only man adequately equipped to satiate Jennifer's long unsatisfied yearning for romantic attention, affection and love. Similarly, As gold is refined only through intense heat and flame, Matthew's strength of will derives from enduring decades of pathological contempt, (laughs) deceit and hypocrisy. They failed to break him. Jennifer is overjoyed to finally provide him with the unconditional love, undying respect and gratifying intimacy like no man has ever 
experienced. To put it simply, they won. <laughs> there you go. <gasps> Jennifer and Matthew have got some uh, baggage. <laughs> no kidding. Oh, and it's in print. Yeah, that's from I, a newspaper. Oh, I'm looking at it now. I thought it was just like a Facebook diatribe manifesto. No, no, thing no. That this is an engagement announcement in a newspaper. <laughs> so it's not even just going to friends and family. No. It's public. It's public. <laughs> I love it so much. Like they're kind of putting out this statement saying, um, we don't care about our ex-partners. We don't even think about them. Here's a whole announcement involving them. <laughs> But we don't even care. Oh, oh, um, that was also the week that I had to eat my words because Kim Kardashian passed her first year law exam. Oh, yeah, the baby bar. The baby bar. She passed Mm. the baby bar. Um, And good on her. Pumped. Mm. Psyched to see her pass the whole thing. Yeah. Truly, I am. I truly am hoping she does. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. No ill will. Is she still with Pete Davidson? It's yes. been a week since we recorded that up. Uh, yes, they were photographed at the movies yesterday. Uh-huh. And again, she was laughing. Yeah, I which bet. Which, it's like she just never did with Kanye. Mm. So, I love it. Yeah, he always seemed very humorless mm. and a bit of a punish. Yes, mm. very much so. Um, I also mentioned in Breaking News last week that the turkey print arrived. Yes. But I couldn't show you a photo yet because I was giving it to Caleb for Christmas, so I would have put it up on Christmas Day. I hope you realise how ridiculous and what a waste of money the turkeys were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're going to love it, Gisners. I mean, if you, you do did post love it, it on Christmas well, yeah, Day. Well, yeah, I'll post I'll definitely post it on Christmas Day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's now been up and available for a week if you've missed it. Go back and buy. I very drunkenly spent a gross amount of money on those stupid turkeys. <laughs> Not even it's one turkey and other birds. Turkey plus other birds. But Jacob and uh, Jacob, oh my God. Caleb, <laughs> Caleb, Caleb, Caleb and I had an extremely hilarious night bidding on those. It was very funny. And that brings us to breaking news last week, or like the last one we did of the year, which yeah. was December. 24th, mm. and um, the main thing I told you that week was a bit of a catch-up on Elizabeth Holmes, which something may have happened since then, but we promised we'd do an update if it mm. did. So if you're listening and something happened, we would have done an update. We're pre-recording this. Mm-hmm. And I also told you about that nurse in Zambia who swapped the 5,000 babies, mm. and Snopes.com said that's not true, but I choose to believe it is true, yes. and the hospital's just trying to cover it up because it goes all the way to the top. We should have asked people to sound off, tell us, what do you think? Was she telling the truth or was she just Mm. messing with everybody on her way out? That's such a great mic drop. It is. I think she was telling the truth Mm. and they just have tried to cover it up because imagine the financial fallout of that. Mm. 5,000 babies Mm. having grown up in the wrong place. (sighs) Toy, toy, toy. Mm. So that was... Certainly not a breakdown of the most important news of 2021, <laughs> but it was a breakdown of the breaking news that just the gist did mm. in 2021. The things, the moments that defined us. The only the things year. you need to know. Mm. That was it. That was important. I hope you're having a lovely New Year's Day. We'll be back 
Probably uh, a week, a couple of weeks. We haven't decided yet. Weekly-ish. We'll be back eventually. We'll be back in January sometime, I'm sure. We'll keep you posted. We'll keep you posted. Um, Thanks, as always, for being Jisners. Thank you for Jisners. Hope we get sponsored by Bird in Hand. Because we're legit. We've got the trophy to prove it. Boom, boom. And thank you to (laughs) Belle Gibson. And cheers to everyone in QAnon. And every, every snuff box that smells like a smelly vag, and for that would plan to sin. Thank you for jizzing. We came up with that just now, <laughs> just for you. Just ripping. We love you guys, and we'll see you in a couple weeks. Happy new new. Happy new new. Bye. Happy year new. Bye. bye, bye, bye. Listener.